What's up, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Hope you're doing great. My name is Chris Baseballs Arneson. This is Baseballs. Thank you so much for joining me. I am just excited. I'm thrilled to get this podcast. Get some get some legs under this under this new podcast. It's it's gonna be man. What a better time. What better time than now to launch a brand new? I mean, it's not really brand new because I guess I guess it is brand new. <laughs> I mean, you could consider it brand new, but it's also just a branch off of A Star's Born, my other podcast. So check out A Star's Born. I'm standing in the backyard right now, down in. Los Angeles, San Fernando Valley. It's hot. Oh my gosh. I I didn't wear a shirt during the day yesterday. Because it got to... It was up to 92 yesterday. I think it's supposed to hit 90 today. And then tomorrow on my birthday. Tomorrow's my birthday. Turning 27. And it's supposed to be like 96 degrees. So that's going to be nice. At least it's dry. It's that desert, arid, dry heat. We don't have to deal with the humidity. Like, this isn't hail mail, though. Because hail mail is um, that's a, a segment that I've done a couple times on A Star is Born. Where I go through all the different weather on my, on my phone. On my weather app, I got I got a bunch of different cities on there, and we we go around the globe checking on the weather. But that's hail mail on a stars born. <laughs> you might it probably sounds like I'm speaking another language right now. But oh yeah, and also speaking of humidity, I'll always remember the first time I went to the East Coast. The first time I went to D.C. back in 08, I remember leaving, walking outside from the airport, and, wow, it's really windy out here, but walking out, that's, that's not why I said when I walked out from the airport. Uh, I walked out from the airport in Washington, D.C., trying, I think it was the Ronald Reagan airport, actually. It was the one in town, not the the Dulles even though my cousins lived out in Leesburg they used to live in Leesburg Virginia which is I think it's kind of close to the Dulles International Airport I'm a I love geography that's another because I'm doing a bunch of geography a bunch of variety shows on A Star is Born so I'm just coming up with different types of shows like I have one, because I just binge-watched a bunch of Glee season one, so I have one where I'm going to go through each episode of Glee, but I've only done one of those, and I just did the pilot, and we didn't even get halfway into the pilot, which might be the best episode of Glee on, like, the pilot, and then when they sing, when they sing Don't Stop Believing," Don't Stop Believe in, hold on to that feeling. 
So I got that one. I got where some of the other different shows I have. I got Hail Mail over there. I got a bunch of them. I mean, I, of course, I can't think of any off the top. One of them was this, the Mariners, the 2001 Mariners season. So, so we might as well just get right into it. Why not? But that's what I was gonna say is I should do a geography one that'd be fun that'd be that'd be interesting a ge- oh yeah one of them's called pocket pods which is they're always meant to be short but then they usually end up going a little longer just just nice little mini episodes about just some general I'll, I'll usually have some questions I ask myself and I'll just discuss and just just chat so I got Pocket Pod, I got Podjama Cast, <laughs> the Podjama Cast, and yeah, these are all over at A Star Is Born. So check out that, and let's just get right into this Mariners game. And this was from 2001, April 22nd. Today is the 23rd, so I didn't, I missed it yesterday. But just because I knew that... Well, also, today is an off day. It was an off day for the Mariners 19 years ago. So... So I can just do it there. I make the... I make the own... I make my own rules for... <laughs> there's nobody... No producer in the corner telling me what, what to do. Just in the corner of the backyard. Just sitting on a lawn chair with one of those reflect remember the reflection mirrors from from the 80s i mean i was never alive in the 80s but i love i like 80s movies though i got a lot of 80s movies i like like ferris bueller stay off that's that's my favorite movie of all time bueller bueller there's so many quotable lines in that movie apparently when they're at the Cubs game speaking of baseball I always thought that he was saying Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy but apparently he's saying can't hit it, can't hit it can't hit it I hear Kennedy though I'll have to re-listen to that can't hit it, can't hit it can't hit it Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy (laughs) Because I always just assumed that the batter's name was Kennedy. So there you go. That's a great movie. And then when Ed Rooney asked the that guy at the deli, he's like, what's the score of the Cubs game? 0-0. Zero, zero. Who's winning? The Bears. <laughs> that is a great movie. That was that was a Christmas present from my uncle Steve who was I was just talking about my cousins in Virginia over by Dulles Airport up by DC that's uncle Steve <laughs> so there you go that was a great 
that might be the best Christmas present I've ever received. Even though it's it's not that it's not expensive and it's not a big purchase, but I was 13, I believe. I think it was Christmas 06. And yeah, you're really impressionable. That's when you're that's when you're shaping your your personality and your your uh, sense of humor. Like I was always a, I've always been a. Oh man, here comes it. Can you guys hear that plane? We get a lot of. Wait, is that a helicopter? Oh, it is a helicopter. Listen to this. You hear that? Dang. That helicopter is going really low overhead. <laughs> Hopefully you could hear it. It was a black and white helicopter. Maybe a... Maybe a police helicopter, perhaps? But we get a lot of... We get a lot of helicopter traffic. Up here in Northridge. Uh, yes, what was I saying? I was saying... I was a huge comedy fan. Like, for as long as I can remember, really... Like I've been a fan of, I've been a fan of funny, cause, cause I always watched The Simpsons. That was my first. That was like the first show I could really remember, really loving, is The Simpsons, which is a class, like a one of the funniest shows ever. Classic comedy show. It's still going. It's still going today. <laughs> Over thirty years. And still going, but I think the best years of The Simpsons were probably '97 to '01, which was about it was around season season eight, like season seven to eleven or seven to twelve are like those. That's The Simpsons' golden years for me. One of, what's one of my favorite. One of my favorite Simpsons episodes that comes to mind, two two that come to mind. So one of them is when Homer goes to New York City. That's a really great episode. Just a re- especially if you're from, if you know anything about New York City, which I had never been to New York City before I watched that. But then I went back in 2008 on the East Coast baseball trip. Which I always talk about. You'll hear a lot about that. And yeah, that was with my dad, Uncle Steve, and Cousin Matt. We went to New York City and Philly and Baltimore. And yeah, that's so funny going to New York City after watching. God, that's some, that's it's it's one of the best depictions of because. New York City is a character in the episode. It's Homer versus... I think it's Homer versus New York City. <laughs> so it's like a head-to-head battle. And, yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> and just I remember the crab guy who was, who was selling crab juice. That's right. There's, there's a vendor. There's a street vendor who sells crab juice. And Homer buys a bunch of it from him. 
That was really funny. Just <laughs> I want to try crab juice. I would. I'd give that a shot. Crab juice. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, sounds gross, but I don't know. Hmm. Crab cakes are good. I like crab cakes. And I used to hate. I used to. I don't. I don't like using the word hate, but I used to really dislike pickles. I used to think pickles were so gross. And then just in the last, within the last seven years, I don't know what the turning point for for pickles was. (laughs) I was in a pickle. I was in a, a mental pickle going back and forth. Couldn't decide whether I liked pickles or not. But <laughs> no, I, I love them now. Like I, I'll just drink pickle juice. I wish you could. How is that not a? Somebody's got a. I mean, if I was more entrepreneurial, I might figure out a way to do it myself. But <laughs> somebody should invent a pickle juice. Like, how come we can't buy a twelve pack of pickle juice at Costco? Or or Walmart or Target. Target as the hipsters like to say. But because how come people are obsessed with kombucha? I oh my gosh, don't even get me started on kombucha. I think I think it's way overrated. I I went through a little kombucha phase last summer. As everyone does when they move to Southern California, you go through a kombucha phase, of course, and it's just way overrated. And I don't know. I can't even describe it. I, I think it has a lot of sugar. I don't understand the alcohol content of it. Like, I don't... <laughs> they, they're not clear. They should be more clear about... Is there alcohol in this? How much alcohol is in it? I think some of it has barely any. And then some of it has a little more. And it's just one of those things that it's like how how people love... They love to buy Starbucks drinks just so they can carry around. Because you're really paying for the Starbucks cup. Because if you were just, if you just thought about it from a financial standpoint, unless you're rolling in coffee, funny money, you got those, you you call your quarters coffee beans. And that's what you, that's what you call change, coffee beans. But I, oh my God, I used to go to Starbucks like every day back when I had no money. And now... I'm not saying I have any money, but I have more money saved up now than I used to back when I went to Starbucks every day. <laughs> and I I just don't understand. I spent, you spent over $1,000 in a year. Think about 365 times four. That's going to be... If, even if you only go 300 days a year, that's 1,200. You're 1,200 bucks. 
And, and just, I like the French press. I have a French press coffee maker at home. Use it every morning. And I have the cheap coffee grounds. Like, I have like five pounds worth of coffee grounds that last me for for long time, for four months. And that only costs, that costs about the price of one cup of coffee for for four months worth of coffee and I know this is this is the baseballs this is baseballs but I'm just getting into all sorts of stuff because I'm in the backyard and there's no rules back here I'm just going ham but some you just get addicted to saving money sometimes like I'm I'm all about like I did the math on the cuz I got my 1200 I got my 1200 from that stimulus and I did the math and I actually I'm not going to I'm not trying to brag I'm just I'm just letting you know what my situation is but I actually earned money from <laughs> after even after man it's windy out here even after paying rent and groceries and yeah all that I I I earned money with my from my stimulus <laughs> which is crazy it's just I I enjoy having a low overhead cost but that's just me that's just works for me I mean especially right now though it's I'm it's when I'm most thankful that that I'm not paying a bunch of money to live in in Hollywood or you know closer to the action down here in LA like I'm up here in Northridge about 20 miles from Hollywood so it's up here in the suburbs but it's just a little a little slower speed up here but yeah I mean now I'm just bragging about saving money. <laughs> no, but I, I guess maybe part of the reason why I've been able to save so much money over the past couple years is because I'm not wasting all my money on frivolous purchases like Starbucks coffee. That I mean, I'm and I'm from Seattle, so I guess I have a, a mixed view about Starbucks. Because on one hand, it's kind of represents Seattle to the world. Like, is what people think about. They think about rain and Starbucks. And some, and grunge. Grunge music. And the, the Seahawks. I'd say the Seahawks are pretty internationally well known now. They're kind of, the Seahawks are kind of the, the hipster NFL team. Like I could, I could see people in in random parts of the country or world who don't have a connection to any NFL city. I could see them becoming Seahawks bandwagon fans. They're a you know they're a likable squad. Russell Wilson's a great leader. Pete Carroll's a great leader. We have some of the coolest uniforms in sports. 
and one of the best home field advantages in sports. So there you go. That's that's your pitch for the Seahawks. But yeah, I have a mixed view about Starbucks though, because because they're kind of the reason why the Sonics left. Since Howard Schultz, who's the Starbucks CEO, he was the former Sonics owner who sold the team to Clay Bennett. And cause and he sold it and he knew that they were gonna move him to OKC. So yeah, so it's partially Starbucks fault. <laughs> partially Starbucks fault that there's no basketball, no NBA in Seattle. And um man, let's just I'm like all over the place in this. This has been an exciting what an exciting episode from from the backyard. I'm just I've been walking around. Oh, did I mention I've been walking barefoot listening to podcasts. That's how I've been spending my morning mornings this week this week. And I over so today's Thursday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Guess how many miles I've walked? <laughs> barefoot. Barefoot in the backyard. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Three days. I've walked over 20 miles. Oh, I'm not... See, I... Not, I, mean, <laughs> I just... I can't do this without sounding like I'm bragging. Maybe that would be a fun podcast. Where I just... Because remember uh, Harris Whittles? R.I.P. Harris Whittles. He was a former comedian, comedy writer. And yeah, he died. He overdosed and passed away a few years back. And he invented humble brag. The term, if you've ever heard it, humble brag. And there's a whole book. He wrote a book for it. So, yeah, he kind of cornered the market on that, but that'd be funny, though, just to do a little podcast where I just brag a bunch, but I do that every episode, though, so we don't have to do a special episodes for that. We'll just, we'll just sprinkle in my, my bragging throughout, and let's just get into this Mariners game. It's just time, so... Game 19 of the 2001 season, April 22nd, 01. Mariners win! 5 nothing. Mariners are 15 and 4. Wow. 15 and 4. Great start to the season. This was a 136 start time at Safeco Field, which they don't do <laughs> they don't do that anymore. That's a 136. I wonder where that came from. Who came up with that one? And 44,192 people. That's a huge attendance. Oh, this was a Sunday. Okay. Okay. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That must have been their Sunday start time. Must have been 1.36. Which is a, it's kind of a weird time to start. Bottom of the hour. Bottom of the hour. Coming up, bottom of the hour. First pitch. Okay. And 
This game was two hours, 56 minutes. So pretty quick game, under three hours there. Aaron Seeley got the win, 3-0. Ramon Ortiz got the loss, 2-2. Two and, two. and speaking of Aaron Seeley, I saw him yesterday, not in person, but <laughs> I'm not really seeing many people in person these days. It's Ivan. I haven't left the home for for at least five days now. But unless you count walking over 20 miles in the backyard as leaving the home. <laughs> but I haven't really left the premises. The premisei. All right. So let's... Oh, yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I was just going to... I was just going to keep moving forward without saying what I wanted to... Gosh, now I'm just leaning against a tree. This bark is it's very flaky. This, this tree's got some flaky bark. I don't want to. I don't want to peel it. I don't want to peel the tree. The tree is not a banana. Ah, oh, speaking of bananas. All right, I'll tell you about Aaron Seeley in a second. But I said <laughs> I'm just all over the place. See, you have to. This is my speed sometimes. I've drank a bunch of coffee. I'm out of milk, so now it's just it's more coffee than milk now. And this is my speed now. I'm all over the place. So bananas. I said <laughs> I said bananas. And I just wanted to shout out a brand new podcast I just listened to. Kurt Braunaller and Scotty Landis have a podcast called Bananas. Which first of all great name I, th that's the most important thing with the podcast that is so underrated is I, I like a, a short name like a, a one word name like baseballs <laughs> see baseballs it, it starts with the first the same first two letters as bananas but I thought I expected to see an exclamation point at the end of bananas but that was not the case or maybe even a banana emoji but nope just bananas and it kind of reminds me of dumb people town which is one of my favorite podcasts love Tom. love uh, i just keep and i have the coffee burps now that i mentioned it oh my gosh excuse me <laughs> I love Dumb People Town, though. Take a town, hug her down, make a sound, it's Dumb People Town. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. That's how they're... Man, there's... now that I just started singing that, their theme song, the, the Dumb People Town theme song, reminds me of Spongebob. Because remember the Spongebob theme song? It's like... SpongeBob SquarePants, SpongeBob SquarePants, SpongeBob SquarePants. And then the Dumb People Town theme song goes dum 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 dum. Take and then wait, I'm trying to think. I don't really know the words, but it's like make sound, hunger down, it's Dumb People Town. So think about it. SpongeBob SquarePants, SpongeBob SquarePants. And then it's like, 
dum 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 it's the same maybe maybe i'm just transfixing i might i might be doing a a mashup in my head right now <laughs> oh my gosh but ho- hopefully you've heard the podcast dumb people town so you know exactly what i'm talking about but or i mean i'm sure you've everybody used to watch spongebob right everybody my age if you're my age and you didn't and you've never (laughs) if you're my age and you've never seen spongebob's spongebob squarepants i wouldn't even i would not even believe it i would i would slap you in the face (laughs) all right Oh yes, you thought I was gonna forget the Aaron Seeley story. So I mentioned, so Aaron Seeley. It's not really a Aaron. It's not really a Aaron Seeley story. It's just I was watching the 2000 MLB All Star Game yesterday because MLB, their YouTube channel, they every day they stream since the quarantine started. The, I love MLB, NBA, and NFL YouTube channels have been on point since this quarantine began. Because every day they stream a different classic sporting event. And the NFL one is in the morning, I think. So I usually, I miss that one because my new thing is waiting, is seeing how long in the day I can make it without turning the TV on. That's my new that's my new thing. So the MLB one's at four, which is kind of perfect. So I usually watch the MLB one. And then I think the NBA one's either at five or seven. And yeah, yesterday, the MLB one, MLB All-Star game from 2000. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. Jeter. Jeter, MVP, Derek Jeter, and God, so many, so many familiar faces, just old, because I was a huge, baseball was my first favorite sport, like, I really loved baseball when I was just, just my first favorite sport, before, like, the NBA for me, is more of a that's more of a last like since like the NBA is a big college thing for me like when I went to when I went to college I became a huge NBA fan but and then I've always been an NFL fan obviously especially especially with fancy football doing fancy football every every single year since I was 9 Nine nine times, and but yeah, baseball. Baseball was my first favorite sport, just all through, from as long as I can remember till through high school. I loved baseball, and I loved High Heat. What High Heat two thousand two, MLB? It was a computer game. Oh, it was great two thousand two. Man, and this, let me just think of some of the, some of the 
old names that I recognized from that All-Star game yesterday. You have Jeff Cirillo on the Rockies, third baseman. You had Darren Erstad, who's in this game for the Angels. He is, to it, in this game, this Mayor's game, Darren Erstad was one for four. So there you go. Oh, also, Troy Gloss. Troy Gloss also made the All-Star team. And Chipper Jones, who was one of my favorite players. Chipper Jones was probably, I would say, my favorite baseball player. I mean, for one, I loved his name. I loved the name Chipper, Chipper Jones. And and then I found out that he had the same birthday as me. So tomorrow, tomorrow me and Chipper are going to be celebrating it's gonna be, I, but he's Chipper is exactly twenty one years older than me. So he was born in seventy two. I was born in ninety three. So, yeah, I was just looking at like everybody looks so young in that All Star game. Like there was Vlad Vlad Guerrero was, was super skinny, and then even Sheffield. It was back when Gary Sheffield was super, like, pre-steroids Sheffield, you know? <laughs> back when, I never knew he was that skinny. And who else Who else were some of the fun faces I saw? Oh, Brian Giles. I mean, so many of these guys I knew from that, from the 2002 high heat, MLB high heat baseball game that I loved playing that on the computer. And I think it was, it was my brother's game. Was, my brother was the one who got that. And then I just... we That was our favorite thing to do. Was, But my brother also liked playing Age of Empires, which I just never had the strategic mind to play Age of Empires. But also, oh, we also did Roller Coaster Tycoon. And oh my God, I loved Roller Coaster Tycoon. That is, man, that's, that was a great game. It's, it's like a, a fun version of Sims, is how I would describe Roller Coaster Tycoon. So if you enjoy computer games, that's one of the best ones. I don't know if you can play it on any other console, but I was def- I was thinking the other day, I'm not a video game person at all. I just don't play video games, but I just had the fleeting thought, what if I got a Nintendo or, or an N64 or a Super Nintendo? That That is what I would do. If I ever... If I ever do get a video game thing, I would definitely... And now would be the time. I mean, now is... Now is the best time to do a video... To do video games. Or to do a podcast. Which... God, I'm so thankful to... I'm just... I'm thankful to have hobbies that I enjoy. Because I can't imagine... I can't imagine this time period... Could you imagine if if you had all this time and you didn't have any hobbies that you enjoyed? 
Because <laughs> I, I could just fill days with doing, I mean, nothing productive, really. Even though I would consider this to be productive. Because I'm, at least I'm, I'm literally producing content, at least. It's, it's better than doing nothing. It's better than just twiddling your thumbs. But, I mean, it's not, I'm not making money from, <laughs> I haven't earned any money from podcasting. But I always say, I haven't earned any money from podcasting, but also, I haven't spent any money on podcasting, <laughs> which is a pretty cool, I, it's a, just a cool achievement. I mean, not, it's not, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not an achievement. I'm not saying it's an achievement, but I'm saying, I guess I'm proud I'm just proud of myself. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just start crying. I'm, I'm proud that I produce so much content. <laughs> if you, if you go over to a stars born and I've done, I've just done a lot of podcasts since that podcast began back in February, 2019. So, and then I've done so many, I've written so much. I published two books on Amazon. If you're a big book person, you can get my books. Just search Chris Arneson. One of them's called Sponge Cake, a mostly made-up story about a completely insane town. And the other is called What's in the Fridge. And yeah, get those books. And then I have a blog that I've written. I've written like over 500 blog posts. It's called thegoat1.blogspot.com I should just put this stuff in the the episode bio that's really what I should do but I like just I like saying it just saying saying what I'm what I'm thinking <laughs> stream of consciousness and what was I just thinking though but once I once I point out this, this stream of consciousness that's when <laughs> that's when the the stream comes a an abrupt halt. That's that's when the stream runs dry, <laughs> and that's when the stream runs dry. I don't know what voice that is. This when the stream runs dry. I guess I'm trying to do Johnny Carson. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when the stream runs dry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but what am I saying? For some reason, I think this is productive. But maybe it's just the creative part of me. That I'm just a, I, I'm just a creative fiend. Like this is the. This is the juice for me. <laughs> this is the juice. You know, <laughs> you know when people they're like searching for their juice. This is the juice for me. I can just I love to create stuff, whatever it may be. And, <laughs> and, and oh yeah, I was saying. Yeah, I just don't. I guess I. I don't know. I don't know if I feel sorry for people who don't have hobbies or because it's, it's, that's your responsibility kind of to 
But then maybe it just means that it might just be a general outlook on life that they have that I think everybody just looks at life differently. Maybe so I'm I'm sure that most people probably aren't as positive as I am or I'm pretty I'm pretty easygoing too, I think. But some might call it lazy. I don't, I don't think I'm lazy. <laughs> I don't think I'm lazy at all, though. Because I consider myself a very, like, a, a real hard worker. And I, like, if someone, if I have a job, eh, I won't let you down. That's my, <laughs> that's my, uh, that's what I think. But when you're doing creative stuff, though, you have to just be so self-motivated, such a self starter and but then also you have to be very persistent and consistent because you just have you have to never give up and just keep doing it every day because and they'll just take now I'm just giving myself a pep talk (laughs) sometimes I just give myself pep talks during the episode it's my version of a TED talk it's a a pep pock (laughs) a pep a a pep pep pock. And um yeah, I mean I, I guess I'm just this is way more in depth than I was planning on it, but that's what usually happens with me, as you'll figure out. I, I plan on going short and then we go long and we get we get into it. But I mean I I the weird part is when you try mixing creativity and finances I'm sure everybody's always thought this but sometimes I think that you should just make creative stuff just cause you want to make it but not cause you want to make money from it cause it, I don't cause that, that sounds so hippie <laughs> now I sound I'm not anti-money <laughs> I love money I love money just as much as the next person, but if you want to be doing background acting and stand-up comedy and podcasting and writing, which is all the stuff that I do, it's not, it's not like I'm a, I'm not doing Wall Street or anything, but then the crazy part about all this stuff is it has, it has the highest ceiling the creative industry has I have the highest not me personally but the stuff I'm doing you have the you have the the biggest opportunity to you could be you can make hundreds of millions is what I mean I'm not saying I'm gonna but other I'm saying other people have become hundred you make hundred you become millionaires just from there's so many I don't know I, I don't know I, I don't know who controls who makes it or not or even if that's the goal I mean I guess it is the goal of any creative person is to become famous really just that's not the goal but if you become famous from being a creative person that means you made it to success though that means you're you're a success story so 
it might not necessarily be the fame that you're searching for, but you're searching for the result that will result in fame, I suppose. <laughs> but I mean, that's not, I didn't get into all this stuff because I want to be famous though. I really did it. I just do all this stuff because I got inspired. I got very inspired to do it just from from listening to podcasts, really. Because <laughs> I really just got, I've gotten super inspired from listening to a variety of podcasts. And yeah, and then you just get into it. And then you start small, started with a blog, and then it turns into writing for the Daily Evergreen, the school newspaper at Washington State. Go Cougs, Wazoo. Just found out the other day that, well, even though I had known this previously, but I forgot, the creator of The Far Side, Gary Larson, graduate of Washington State University. Go Cougs. He probably has a funny picture of two Cougars sitting at a football game and getting drunk. I could <laughs> I could picture that. Like the the cougars are wearing those beer helmets. Remember those old school beer helmets that you've never actually seen anybody wear in real life? The only person I've seen wear those is Homer Simpson. As mentioned before, <laughs> we bring it we're, that's what we do here on baseballs. We bring it all the way back around. All right, let's see. Let's just let's just get right, let's just get right back into this baseball game. We'll we'll wrap this baby up. I'll go back to listening to my to my shoes, and then I really today the plan is. I'm saying it right now. I'm just gonna take a cold shower. I'm gonna do it soon. Cause it's hot. It's about to get toasty. So I'm going to do that, do that uh, Navy SEAL thing where you just stand in the shower and just turn it on. And then, yeah, you know, just turn that. You, you have to be in it already. That's the key. That's the key to doing a cold shower is you have to already be standing in it and turn it on. So there you go. I'm going to do that to cool myself off. And... Let's just check on the Mariners game. So Ichiro, we'll check on Ichiro every day. Two for five, score to run, and RBI. There you go. In his inaugural MLB season, which resulted in an MVP and a Rookie of the Year, which I think I've mentioned before, I they should have given the Rookie of the Year to someone else. Because... Ichiro, he's obviously the best rookie because he was the MVP. (laughs) He was the best player in the American League. So, if so, fact so. Did I use that correct, man? Vice versa. (laughs) Visa versa. That means it's like the every rectangle or every square is a rectangle, but not every rectangle is a square. So Ichiro is one of the 
Ichiro was one of those. Either a, each, either a square or rectangle. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying, though. Just because he's the best MVP, so obviously he's the best rookie. So they should just allow, give, give someone else the honor. All right, there you go. And that's, that's my complaint 19 years later. I'll send a, a letter, a handwritten letter to MLB headquarters. Maybe just to, to Cooperstown. I'll just mail it to Cooperstown. It's just not even the Baseball Hall of Fame. I'll just write Cooperstown on the letter. Okay. <laughs> Let's say what else happened? Al Martin, his first homer. And as for the pitching lines, did did uh let's see did did Sasaki get Sasaki get the save here? No. Kazuhiro Sasaki did not enter the game. It was Seeley pitched six innings, and then Norm Charlton pitched two, and Jose Paniagua pitched a final inning. Oh yeah, because the Mariners were up five nothing, so it wouldn't have been a save opportunity unless he came in for the five out save, right? Because isn't that how? I'm pretty sure that's how saves work. That it's per out, I think. So if you did a five out save, that would be for if your team was five runs ahead that would count don't take my don't take my word for it i was never oh and i remembered keeping score that's what that's what i was trying to think of yesterday or the other day keeping score is what you call of course of course it is it's what you call keeping track of all the x's and o's you know with the the scorecard and the little golf pencil. You use that little half pencil without an eraser on it. So you just got to scribble out a bunch of stuff. So, yeah, that's keeping score. <laughs> so if, you, if you're going to forget that, there, now you'll, now you're, you're, I mean, I'm just, I'm just stuttering a lot today. This has been, <laughs> I swear, I swear I don't usually, I'm not usually this, like, Jibber jabby. You'll 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 remember. That's all folks. <laughs> I sound like Bugs Bunny this morning. <laughs> Man. I seriously I think it's cause I drank a little bit more coffee. Like I just my body can be very sensitive when I have a little more coffee. And I'm just my mind's just spinning a little bit more. Set a little bit quicker. And uh, was there anything else? Oh, yeah. I also wanted to mention I've been doing intermittent fasting. And it's been, I've been feeling really healthy during this quarantine. Like I've been getting so much fresh air. Just hours, like five or six hours of fresh air. Not NPR. <laughs> I haven't been listening to NPR all day. I'm talking about Mother Nature. That, that 
real fresh air. And I've been drinking emergency every day. I have an emergency every day. I intermittent fast. So I haven't been eating till at least past one o'clock. Like yesterday, I didn't even eat till after four o'clock. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know why I'm doing it. Because I'm not a. I don't need to lose weight. Like, I don't. I just enjoy challenging myself. I think it's all about the challenge. You just. I mean, it's a good way to. If you do want to lose weight, maybe intermittent fasting is a good thing to do. And then I, I'm trying not to eat late at night at all. Like, I'll be done with eating before 8 o'clock. And yeah, <laughs> I got a bunch of tea. I need a drink, but it's too hot during the day to drink tea, so I'll do that. That'll be a nighttime activity, or I guess I could put some ice in it, turn it into iced tea. There you go, but for now, though, this I'm just all over the place. I'm telling you what, I'm going to have some tea, I'm going to take a cold shower, I've been walking around, and yeah, these are all my recommendations for you, just... Oh yeah, I've been not watching TV till till late afternoon and trying to trying to significantly cut down on my TV viewing, which has been that's made me feel so much better these past few days. And yeah, just listening, just listening to a bunch of podcasts, doing a bunch of podcasts, creating baseballs, becoming Chris Baseballs Arneson creating that whole new identity (laughs) yeah you know trying to drink a lot of water a lot of water make sure you drink a bunch of water and yeah be good share the podcast if you have any friends or family who love baseball turn them on to baseballs and make sure to check out listen to a star is born you got hundreds of hours of a star is born episodes you can catch up on you probably you probably got enough a stars born episodes to take you through to take you through the end of this quarantine hopefully well i'm knocking on i just knocked on a tree so i very literally just knocked on wood and yeah thank you thank you so much thank you for joining me on this tremendous fun episode it turned out turned out to be a lot longer and a lot a lot more eventful and well I don't know if it was eventful but it was fun though so man we almost made it to an hour now th- this is the point of the show where I where I think to myself should I just keep pushing it to an hour or just wrap it up and just say thank you so much thank you enjoy enjoy it and have a great day and bye Oh, there's no crying in podcasts. Thank you so much. Share and subscribe. Share, share, share. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.